but you and a jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. Cry, we lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Airy Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Suicide. And all of y'all know my style. I excel, then prevail. Run up and get touched up. Suicide, that's it. And all of y'all know my style. Um, We're here in cold-ass Buffalo. Uh, the only disappointment for me is that we didn't, I think we were too late. Uh, finally gave me the number to Duff's. Yeah, last night. Last time, was it the last time we were here? Yeah. yeah. This dude brought us over. Uh, the best goddamn Buffalo wings in Buffalo. And he was on the, we, we showed him on the podcast, brought those wings over Duff's wings. Uh, they were they were great. But uh, we, it's been snowy and cold and windy, and there's just no way we're going to make a long trip. I, I was really looking forward to those Buffalo wings. Uh, we couldn't even remember the name of the place for the first couple of days. Yeah. And then finally, once we figured it out, which is basically today. Yeah. Uh, Too late. Dude, I, 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 I woke up so tired. Uh, we were supposed to do the podcast at 2, but I said, yo, can we push it to 2.30? Um, and uh, we're just now getting started at 2.45. But I looked at the number on my phone. I was like, should I call? But then as I was <laughs> brushing my teeth and belching, I was tasting last night's dinner. And I was just like, I can't. I can't. As bad as I want them hot wings... That'll finish me right now. Maybe maybe after the show tonight. It's still early. Yeah, maybe. But the thing was, the dude knew me. Yeah. So he brought them to us. Yeah. And they're like 30 minutes away. So unless I can even get him. Or uh, somebody. Somebody. To take him over. They, they can maybe deliver him to the, uh, to the club. You would want to eat him at the club? I'm just saying maybe they would. Well, that might not be a bad. Well, after the show? I would rather be in my room comfortable and naked. <laughs> That's why I never go to Aries' room. We do the you know podcast usually in my room. Every once in a while, it'd be in Aries' room, but he's... Uh, Listen, I'll get naked and use my chest as a plate and put the wings... <laughs> That's disgusting. The wings on my chest and the bones on my stomach. <laughs> That's what Louie would do. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd eat the wings and spit the bones on my stomach. <laughs> You could you could put the your ranch dressing in your, navel in, in the navel. Yeah, it's your little it's your little right. ranch bowl. You could play a little game where you put them up on your chest, <laughs> and the goal is to spit the bones in the navel, and it's like a like darts. <laughs> see what happens. Honestly, this is the most disgusting thing. I think we've talked about some disgusting things, but the idea of that is just. But the then, most if you're disgusting. naked, you run the risk of overspitting and hitting the bone on your dick. What if it hit your balls? Which just right to hurt. Right. See, that would be that would be the injury. That would be the that that would be the 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 the, the penalty for overshooting the shot. Right. Right. Next week's episode of Weed Talk. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. I wanted to use the conference room that we used before. For last time. So I called downstairs, and I and the girl goes, "Uh, yeah, you have to rent it out." Blah 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 blah. And I go, "Okay, well, how much is it to rent it?" And then she goes, "Well, what do you want to do in there?" 
I wanted to go have a fucking orgy. What the fuck difference does it make? What do you think we're going to do? It's a see-through fucking room. Why are you asking me that? So did you tell her, though, what you No, I said, we're going to do a podcast. And she was like, well, let me call somebody, and then I'll get back to you. I said, fuck it. As I was hanging up the phone, I said, and I know she probably heard me, what a dumb fucking question. So Uh, she didn't call me back. Last year when we did it, the dude was cool enough. He just goes, how long are you going to be in there? Because we rented out. And I said, we're only going to be in there a couple hours. I go, he goes, are you going to make any... Making a mess at all with it? What are, what are you doing? Yeah, again, what are you asking? Oh, I think he's asking because some people might have like a big luncheon or like something. Like a party or something? Uh, yeah, like that. Maybe cakes and make, make a mess. The fucking room is in the center, in the heat. The, mo- the lobby's only so big. It's literally 10 steps from the front desk and it's see-through. What are you doing there? I got to tell you something funny, though. Um, when we first checked in, I was really tired. This was, you know, on Thursday. And I'm waiting. I don't know why, but I'm outside the door. And that room that you're talking about, there's mm-hmm. a window. When you enter the enter, there's a when you're in a really cold area. For the people on the West Coast, who might not know this. When you're in a warm area, you just the doors open and you're inside. But when you're in a cold area, the doors open and you're in like a walkway because there's another door because that keep, helps keep the cold air out. And there's problems. So I'm in that area and I'm looking at that window, but I think it's a mirror. Because it was just, I wasn't thinking about it just right. seeing it in there because I really couldn't see through it. I just could, but I'm not realizing. And then I realized I don't see me. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe I was a vampire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Pardon me. Oh, so really a vampire. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, and then somebody walked by and then I could see that it was, I was looking in a window. I felt like an idiot. So mm. I just thought I'd share how stupid I was with everybody. Well, this is why I'm excited today for the pod uh i know a couple people mentioned it uh i, I keep fucking up is it griselda or grisdella griselda i think griselda is it griselda we have we have someone else in the room today mark yeah it what you don't know you don't want to say anything loud uh he has never seen it i think it's griselda it's griselda um the fucking so uh play by sofia varaga how is it sophia I could have said it until the Spanish you said it. bitch that speaks broken English. It's on uh, what, what show is she on? Modern Family. Modern Family. Um, and of course, this is about she plays a real person, Griselda Blanco, who in the '80s in Miami was the biggest, baddest drug czar, kingpin. Uh, that is that the same thing, czar and kingpin? I don't know. You don't know? No, I don't know. Yeah, because I know people sometimes go drug czar. Either way, she was the fucking shit. She was the big deal. She was the big deal. Uh, so this had man food written all over it. It was it was cocaine, it was violence, it was the 80s, and it was Miami. What is not to like? And that's the type of thing you watch butt naked with wings on your chest. Okay, I didn't watch them that way, so I feel very fortunate. Um, <clears throat> six episodes. It's 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 not too long. It's on Netflix. It's just it's just a long enough watch. Uh where it's like, you know, it's a, it's a tasty bag of chips. Sevilla, Vergara, 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 Sofia Vergara. That's it. Um, so the, and what I love is like the very, it just the, even the very first episode. Uh, the first episode does get you. Yeah, it, it, wants, it wants to get you. It's got you. Um, it opens up with a Chiron. And the Chiron, what are you looking up? I'm looking up the show so that if we want to have, uh, and we want to say anything else about it, I'll have it right here with the names of the people and stuff. Putting it on my, right here. Okay. 
Go ahead. Uh, it opens up with uh, the Chiron, and the Chiron goes, the only man I was ever afraid of was a woman. Uh, Grisdella Blanco. Uh, that opening scene, so they open a scene where she's running in the house frantic, and they show her in the mirror. She lifts her shirt, and there's this big gash, uh, what looks like a cut or whatever. I almost turned it off right there. <laughs> <laughs> if my knees do my, it's, 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 uh, <laughs> on a scale of one to 10 in terms of graphic, it's about a seven. Dude, you can't even hardly see it. Man, it was enough to make my, I'm telling you, man, when I see that shit, my knees start getting if it shaky. Would, if you would have saw it at a theater where it was as, you know, big, it was huge, then I would have understood. But my I, iPad was big enough. Nah, dude, you could barely even Oof, see it. It gave me the, the I didn't even know it was wrong. I didn't know it was a bruise or it was a cut at first. Well, it looked it looked, it looked uh, graphic enough to make me go, oh, no. Uh, so I got past that. And then the second big oh, no moment was I was like, please don't tell me this thing is heavy in subtitles. Oh, yeah, that's I was going to ask God you that. That's one of the it. questions I wanted to ask you. How did you get through it? Because it is also, it's well, probably it, 70% it, subtitles. I wouldn't say 70%. I would say 60-40. Okay. But but I, I got why they were doing it, but I didn't get why they were doing it. Because here's what I don't understand. Clearly, they could speak English. There were moments where they would switch from Spanish to English. But I'm going, if they can speak English to each other, why are you doing subtitles? Well, for you, it would. I think they were trying to keep some sense of authenticity. Yeah, I got it, and that's what I mean. Yeah. I, I get why they were doing it, but it, for the authenticity part of it. But Hispanics, when they're around each other, they speak Spanish and English. If they can speak English, well, no, they'll speak English when people are. There's certain words that don't translate the same, and so maybe they'll do English then. And there's other times when, like, if if a, if a regular person, if a person in the room doesn't speak Spanish, then they'll, right. they'll, they'll go to English, but. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of more just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, I, something told me, I was like, to give it that real, yeah. authentic Spanish flavor, they're going to keep going. But I'm going, you motherfuckers, uh, in one scene, talking to each other in English, and then you switch, switch to Spanish. Don't make me read. <laughs> There's a lot of reading. God damn it. There was a lot of reading. Um, dude, why does sniffing Coke look so painful? Oh, it's it, it's not, but it gives you a, it gives you a jolt. That's so I, I was going to ask you. So the jolt is that m like movie effect, or does it really make you jolt? It ma it makes you jolt. Does it really? Yeah, it depends on how good the coke is, and how or how bad it is. Bad can make you, you know, if it's it can burn. It can burn. Really? Yeah, it has it has an effect, and then the, the better the coke is, like if you get medical grade coke that has. If it's clean in ether, it has a really clean medical grade. And then you, you just taste this, like, uh, first you get a nice, it, it's the less of the kick. It, it's still a kick, but it's a less because it's clean. And then you just feel this drip afterwards. That's the perfect coke. That's, mm. that's the, but the, the scene, the scene in Blow, where, uh, uh, now I'm going to forget his name. Johnny Depp? No, the, uh, the, uh, the dude who does, yells a lot. You, you, um, you might not even know it's him. Gilbert Goffrey? No. Uh, hold on. Um, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Give me I, some clues. Just, just give me some clues. Uh, Police Academy. Bobcat Goldwing. Yeah. yeah. Bobcat. I forever tell with you, it's like a game show. And you got to guess. Bob, I am positive you don't listen to this podcast. Who, me? No, Bobcat. Oh. I just, but if you do somehow, I apologize. Police Academy. 
movie. I used to do a great impression of him, dude. I, I apologize for not remembering your name, but I've forgotten Al Pacino's name too. So, I oh boy. Um, uh, the, the scene in Blow where he does that and he feels it. And he, he, the first time you do it too, you're going to get a little kick because something's going up your nose. Not normally do you have it going up your nose. He gets, uh, and then he goes, and that scene where he goes, I can't feel my face. Yeah. Like that, that numbing, that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. That, that all happens. Dude, I use, you know, when my nose gets stuffed up or I can't breathe, I use, you know, the fucking sailing. Yeah. And that don't ever give me a joke. Oh, that's different though. That's water. You don't, you're, yeah, I'm sure you do move and you don't notice it. Not really. I, I, maybe for the movies, maybe it is a little bit. I, I was going to say, because that just seems like for movie effect, like, you know what I mean? Like drama of coke. The very first hit, though, you get a pretty good little, it's, it's you know, like when you do a shot, when you do, out, when you have alcohol and you get that shot, yeah. you get that shot, you know how you get that little, ah, yeah, you get right. a little, that same thing. Really? Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I'm so glad that era passed me by, that that moment. Because uh, I was like, dude, that's another reason why I would never want to do coke. Not just because of the addiction and the possible death uh, and the destruction of my life, but, dude, that painful. Uh, the, the part that I don't like about. I, what if you sniff coke and that's, you did a, it's called doing a Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably why Ooh. Rodney did that. Right. <laughs> Uh, the only reason I, I, I have a problem with even talking about it a little bit like we're talking about it and, and maybe making it sound fun is just because it's cut with fentanyl now and people are dying all over the place because just a little bit of fentanyl in your right. coke just takes you out. So it, 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 what what I'm it, it's just not the best time to have to have these movies without people understand. I wish there would be a little thing at the end like, hey, this is the 80s when coke was like I, and I, I don't want to use the word safe, but when it didn't have contained things were out and out ready to kill you like it is right yeah. now but there was there was there was people who died from coke back then uh immediately from doing it i know someone who uh did too much in uh one little moment and had a heart attack and died right there Woo. dude when dude punched her in the stomach uh and stole her coke i thought she was gonna do some cliche movie shit and smoke him right then and there but when they cut to her in the car frustrated, hurt, and scream, ah, because she just got punched and the coke was stolen. I said, I like this. Yeah, because- I just thought it was going to be cliche. Oh, she's because Griselda Blanco, and bah, she smokes this nigga right away. But that's not what happened. No, but it's kind of weird that you have, it's kind of strange though that you have this Kia Coke and you don't have anybody else there with you. Because it's, 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 it's not a gentleman's game. Dealing coke. And that's part of what I loved about this was showing the fact that she was a woman and she wasn't getting no respect. And it was a gentleman's game. And she had and and the 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 wonderful, I know irony is not the right word, but the fact that when they it's like perfect bookends. But in the beginning, when she gets started, she goes to that nightclub. And the whole thing is the guy behind the rope is the man. And you know, to get to pass the rope, you gotta, you know, you gotta be connected. You gotta be somebody. That's where the king sits. Cut to when she finally becomes the queen king. She's behind the rope. Yeah, um, I had a problem with it. Whole, that's the whole first scene. I have a problem with a lot of scenes in this. Oh boy, and it's they're not problems. It's just that there, there's some. First of all, the movie for the first before you even get there, let me ask you. 
scale of one to 10, 10 phenomenal one. What do you give this? Probably a seven. Uh, I give it, a, I give it, a, I give it a nine. I, I, it, it's not bad at all, but here's why I give it that. And it, and, and this is where, where my problems come in. Uh, basically, episode one through five is a readaption of Scarface. Okay. And that bothered me. Scarface in what sense? All of it. You know, when you go into the club, yeah. and I know it's the 80s, so the music is going to be similar, but there's yeah. so many nods to the Scarface. Uh, the palm trees and the way... It's Miami. In, in, no, the palm trees in the club, the way that it was kind of set up and designed. Remember, they go to the club and they meet the, the guy, take yeah. Tony out for a night, and yeah. very similar. There, there's these moments. There's a scene where she's in the bathtub, and it's it's a nod to the scene where... Tony's in the bathtub when it's the, but it's the bigger bathtub, but she's in the jacuzzi bathtub and she has her head back. There's all, all these little nods. That's rich people shit. There's a lot of little nods to other movies that came before. And I guess I, I like that they gave little nods, but the storyline is Scarface to me. Uh, one through five, uh, episode one through five, especially then when they named the other kid Corleone. Michael, uh, that's Godfather. Yeah, I know. They gave little nods right. out to all these, to all these, like, you know, these kind of movies. And that's, that's, it was nice. But at the same time, if one through five, episode one through five didn't seem like Scarface, like the, just the readaption of the Scarface uh, movie. Would this have anything to do with the whole Latino thing? Because she's Latin and Scarface no, is Latino. To, I, maybe, and- I, maybe, I don't know. I, all I was looking at it from the point of view is they re, they, I saw a little laziness in this. I really saw that this was Scarface, and they just—if you just go back and look at Scarface and look at this—they're uh, very similar in the way that it moves. I didn't get that at all. I did. Really? Yeah, that was my biggest problem with the whole thing. Uh, otherwise, if you just take it, you've never seen Scarface. I think it's a good. But 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 isn't good. that to some degree every drug come up from yeah, rags I, to riches? Yeah, I know that's part of the problem. But right. hers hers was so unique because of who she because it was a, a woman, and I thought that that would have been more. It, it's the undertone of the story, not necessarily. She keeps saying it's the the movie, and and she did. But before I even knock it, she did an amazing job. By the way, at one point they, on a close up, I could see the prosthetic nose. Yeah, there's a couple times you can see it. No, I, I only saw it once where it was like, okay, I see, because I've you know doing Mad TV and characters, we I, I especially were a lot of prosthetics, but there was one angle with the lighting. I could tell the tip yeah. was the prosthetic piece. But some of the long shots, if you looked at some right. of the long shots, I, I don't know why I noticed it, but I, because I think she's a beautiful woman. So I noticed yeah. the, di- the little differences in it when, I'm, when right. I'm looking at her. And some of the long shots, you could kind of see it not quite right. right. And so, uh, and that's probably why they used the long shot, though. Yeah. Um, uh, but she did a great job. I mean, I just want to say that. And yeah. her, her boyfriend that becomes her husband. Yeah. By the way, that actor, that's why I, I did this. He did a great, I thought he did a great job. Uh, I thought everybody was that was in it was, was solid. St- was stellar, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. Everybody was good. But this dude, I, I, I'd never seen him before. Ar- Arturo, is it Arturo? The fucker. I pulled this up and I still, no, Alberto Guerrera. I thought he did a great job. Right. Um, my last note for episode one was, uh, dude, I, I thought that this was better as a six-part series than the movie I saw with Catherine Zeta-Jones playing his character and the Catherine Zeta Jones movie was good, but this felt way more gritty, way more gritty, way more violent. Uh, the Catherine Zeta Jones version <laughs> was cool. But to me, I like, this was grit. 
this whole thing was grit. I think it, you get the grittiness too because she had no choice but to be gritty. Right. I, I think they make her uh, they make her weaker at the beginning. Right. So she has to be gritty. She has to go with her 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 gut to get to this to get to this point. Right. Um. And and uh, uh, was it the first episode or the second? Where, where they well first and, and and again let me go back a second. So dude steals her coke. She didn't do anything cliche, but of course they did show the badass in her when she hit him with the baseball bat and uh, got her coke back yeah. and made him take her to go see who was the dude. You know, the guy with that yeah. fucked up nose and he was like, rub my nose. Was it that first episode when the knock came on the door and the machete is in the guy's head? Was that the first episode? I think that's the second episode. Because if it was... Uh... No, I think it was the first because I would have had that okay. in my notes, and okay. I did, and I, I think I forgot to put how that did, in how, there. Did, how did that affect you? That was such a oh shit moment that it, I didn't get caught up in because okay. you know when the knock came on the door, I felt like oh something about to happen. I didn't know what, but when they showed that, this motherfucker got a whole machete from the back of his head, a la Jason Voorhees style, coming out of his face, and then of course you know motherfucker came and shot up the room and told her lady you can go home. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like that, even that one moment, the Catherine Zeta Jones thing, that had nothing like that. Yeah. So this thing, I mean, you know, once it gets going, it gets going, and it gets going quick. Quick. I think you're in right away. I think this. I, I mean, it. I'm, when I when I knocked it for uh, what I said about the Scarface thing, it didn't take away from the how right. good it was. I'm just talking about from the originality and the standpoint for me. But the right. but the show itself, it, it's it's a watch. Right. It's an easy watch. Uh, and you know, I I, I kind of thought, and again, part of what they they established in this until her total rise to power is that you know because she's a woman, she's not taken seriously, and it kind of was reminiscent to me of that moment in uh, American Gangster uh, when uh, Russell Crowe is tr- getting his guys to go through the coffins of the dead soldiers, and the guy comes and interrupts him and takes him into this room with him and uh, I guess his his uh his his main his boss Russell Crowe's boss and he he's telling him about Frank Lucas and the guy asks what what family does he work for he goes he's not Italian he's he's black and the guy goes are you are you fucking serious you are this close to the end of your career in law, law enforcement and you're making fucking jokes no nigger has ever something 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 in in, in the Italian more powerful than the Italian mafia and it's just like, dude, it's amazing whether it's her as a woman or Frank Lucas as a black guy. If you're not a white guy, you got you got to go through shit. Yeah, but, you got to prove yourself. Yeah, but here's the funny part about that. This is the funny part to me about that. Mm-hmm. If I was a woman or if I was a black guy, I would use that. Well, it, it's not like they're purposely using it. It's the hand that they've been dealt. Yeah. But, so they got to work. They got to, you know. Yeah. But then when you get to the top, let them think that it's somebody else. I would oh, have I someone else in that space. Ah, I see what you're saying. Right. Because right, why, right. why, why break the myth? Because if you don't break the myth, right. they never find you. The, 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 the whole arrogance of drug dealing is, is when she's sitting in that seat that she's the queen now. Well, yeah. now everybody knows who she is. Ah. Everybody's coming for you now. Which is why Frank Lucas burned the fur coat. Exactly. Because he was like, you know, bitch, you got me this coat. I wore it because you got it. You my woman. I love you. And, you know, it's my birthday or whatever. 
Uh, no, it wasn't his birthday. She just got him the coat because they were going to the Ali Frazier fight, the garden. But that coat drew attention to him that he didn't need. Right. You can all, it, it, that's that's the whole thing. Every Once you have that money, man, especially when you saw it in Miami bigger than any other place. But, you know, I ran around in Arizona. Everybody, I mean, I had a fucking. But isn't that what Miami's about, though? Yeah. The pizzazz and the colors and the show and the vibrance. Yeah, but you bring that attention to yourself. Dude, if you if you're the if you're the poor guy mm-hmm. and you have millions and then quit, then leave the game and go enjoy your millions. Again, American gangster when he goes to make that last trip over to uh was it Thailand? Where he was at? I think, well, what, I think it was Thailand. I think so. Well, whatever the Asian, Bangkok or wherever the fuck he was. And the 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 guy that, you know, the, the Asian big heroin guy says to him, uh, what did he say? It was so poignant how he said it. Quitting while you're ahead is not the same thing as quitting. Right. You know what I mean? And he was he was telling Frank, dude, you got enough money, you're successful, you don't need to do this anymore. But of course, as you said, Frank wanted to keep, and that's and, and to what you're saying, I'm also going, dude, if you know you're in a game where there's only two ways out, death or jail. If you've made enough money, get the fuck out. Because eventually you're going to, your demise will be one of those. So what is it that's keeping you going? Just greed? I think it's a little bit of, I've kind of went. Because if you've got that much money and you do it right, you you can retire. But as you're going to see coming up in this, well, I don't want to jump ahead. Let's let's answer that question when we get to, I think it's episode three, but we'll go through episode two. Because I I want to answer it because, well, we'll jump. Well, no, go ahead and answer it. When, When she has put together her network, and she's offered a, a reasonable amount of money to get the fuck out. She that especially in the eighties, that's enough money to be done. Right, right. But you put this bit, you put you put your effort in. You want you want some. I think that's part of it. You want some recognition for your for what the work that you put in. You know, just because it's an illegal business doesn't mean it's not a business. Okay, but why do you want recognition for something that's an illegal business? Because if it's a legal business, yeah, you want to be your name and lights because that don't draw other people to want to fuck with you to make more money, to grow your business, to be even bigger, better, and important. But this is a shh game. The same thing that kills everybody. Ego. It's ego. That's crazy. It's always ego. That's crazy. But but what, no matter what business it is, legal or illegal, your ego will get to you. Yeah, but illegal means jail. It means this is a business that, again, means death. So if I'm looking at either being killed or going to jail for the rest of my life. Shut the fuck up. Get out. Yeah, but get you, your money. Get comfortable. Make sure you can retire and get the fuck out. But even in professional businesses, ego gets people to do things where That's they could crazy. they could own three hundred. They might owe three hundred sixty two million dollars, something like that. Back to New York, and then they are not allowed to work in New York for the next three or four years. Ego gets you. Ego is the thing that's going to fuck you all the time. Always, no matter if it's illegal or illegal. But you would think, like you said, in an illegal business, that you would be more in control of your ego because that's what's going to get you put in jail. Right. Um, episode three. Wait, weren't we? Did you finish the already? No, I only had two notes for okay. two. Uh, episode three, when she's fucking her, the dude that, you know, was her. Her. her it was going, it was supposed to, uh, What's the one guy's name? Her lover, but his boss. When they both flew to Miami. Oh yeah, yeah. It was his. Hit, it was his hit man. It was his muscle. His muscle. Yeah. And uh, they were in the room with. Uh, and and again, this is the thing that that why this thing 
drew me in because they go to her little motel in Miami where her three sons uh, are with her. And they're basically at first making it seem like, hey, it's all fun, love. This is family. This is uncle so-and-so. But then they quickly reveal how they're there to kill her. So they make the son stay in one room with the guy that's going to be her future lover and the other guys in the other room. And you, the kids can hear the violence. He's slamming her around and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just going, oh, my God, how horrific would that be to be a child? And I noticed from experience to hear your mother violently being tossed around and beat up in the next room. Because, like, I, you know, my dad used to fuck up my mom. So I, at times we heard it. You know, we were privy to it. And then uh, the one kid gets gets loose and uh, they go, he, go, he grabs a gun out of his mother's uh, motel room drawer uh, and goes into the room where she's being fucked up. And he points the gun at the guy who's now choking her to death. And he's too terrified to pull the trigger and he's crying. And then the guy who now becomes her boyfriend, he goes in there and the guy choking his mom tells his, his, his guy, shoot the kid. And, and the dude is struggling, struggling, and boom, shoots him. Yeah. And now he's outside, you know, shaking and smoking a cigarette. She goes, why'd you do that? He goes, because I've never killed a kid. Yeah, I can't, I can't kill a kid. He actually has a conscience. He actually has a conscience. So, yes, they go on to become lovers, and they show the scene where they're fucking, and she's riding him. That side titty shot, nigga. You like, that, that was Ooh. good for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really became a fan of Sophia. If they didn't already have that, that, uh, that uh, Mr. Skin that went through all the movies and let everybody know where the nudity was. I think Mr. Skin. You never heard of Mr. Skin? No. Who's that? Mr. Skin. It's a website that you go to and it shows, it tells you where all the nudity is in the movies. Who created this? Mr. Skin. (laughs) This is a real person. A real guy made this website so that you could. What a pervert. And uh, I think that that would have been, you would have done that. That would have been the website you would have created. Yeah, dude, when she was riding him, man, that, that side titty shot, I was like, so Sophia got some titties, nigga. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Be honest. Did mm-hmm. you rewind on your lap? No. You didn't rewind? No, it wasn't worth a rewind. You didn't go back to just to see if you could see some more? No, but I did put my nose to the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, wore my, I wore my iPad like it was a pair of glasses. It was right on my face. Um... What did you think about the fact that she had both the the witnesses killed, the woman and the father? The woman, and, because there's one point where there's a guy who can uh, uh, finger somebody, uh, somebody that she's going to, the dude who she was originally trying to be in business with, and she's been trying the whole movie to get this dude to fuck with her, uh, and he hasn't. So when she does the thing where she gets all the drug dealers together to try to become one group, and they don't want to sign off on it. Uh, they said, well, if you can't get this one guy to, to sign off, then we all ain't signing off. So her last attempt to him, she goes, I know about this witness that's going to finger you. I'll take care of it. And if I do that, you have to agree to uh, sign off on this big uh, drug, drug thing. And he goes, all right. So the dude goes to kill the witness, uh, her, her lover uh, that was once going to try to kill her. And the dude she originally hired from the restaurant who yeah. was working for, they the two of them go to kill this witness, but they didn't know that when they got to the dude's house, he had a family. So out comes his wife with the baby in her arms. So dude calls uh, Griselda and goes, we got a problem. 
he lets her know, there's a woman too. You still want me to do this? And before she said anything, I was like, here we go. This is the cliche shit again. She's going to be like, no, this cold bitch should do it. Well, this is, this is when, this is the, her becoming who she is. This is the, this is the scene where she has to become, she, if she's going to be the queen, the kingpin, right. Yeah. That's what you have to do. That, that's, you got to be willing to do that. It seems like there's a different set of rules uh, because I know in the mafia, in the Italian mafia, the, it is a rule, no woman, no kids. I want to say, is it, every time I've heard about it, Mexican cartels, they kill kids and women. I, okay. The drug business, remember in, the, in all these mafia movies that you've seen where it's no women, no kids, there's no drug business in it. Remember all I've the- only s- Oh, okay. Mafia, no drugs. No, remember all those movies. There's right. like, we don't want the drugs. Let that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. What, what does he say? Uh, I let that for the for the. What do you see? Do you see darkies? Which, in in Godfather, leave that for the. No, no, no. I know the scene you're talking about. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what he said. But it, but he basically said they're animals anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The, the idea in those movies are always like, hey. We don't have this because we're not to that point. We're not animals. We're not right. gonna. We're not gonna fall into what this business brings. Right. And biz, that business is bringing now the. I just. I'm sorry. I just had to say again. <laughs> and I know I've said this so many times when we talk race. The fucking arrogant hypocrisy of that. To call us animals for selling drugs, but you motherfuckers commit murder. So what are you? Same thing. The fucking white arrogance, man. Here, but but with that drug business, you the wit gangsters. This original gangsters, this mafia that was in the the women knew, but they didn't know. They were never involved. They were always here. This woman was at the house. The, you, you see this business, and and they it's the startup for a drug business is a lower level business. It's in the house. The woman knows where the drugs are. The it's can be the kids are in the other room and, but the scale and the Coke is. Yeah. And so you're going to have people that can, and if you walk in to go kill, you're going to kill the husband and she's there and she can, she can uh, identify you. What, what's the, if you want to get away with it, what's your option? Right. I'm not, I'm, by the way, this goes again for like whenever any, I say anything and people think, oh, Andy's agreeing with this. This is the right thing to do. I'm not agreeing with it. This is the disclaimer. This is, the, this is just from the perspective of the person doing it, what the option is. I don't agree with it, but that, if that's what the business, and, I, and I've said this before, when I got out of that business, it's because I said I wasn't willing to do any of that shit. And you have to know what your limitations are if you're going to be in something. So I, that's why I got out. For a split second, and then I realized quickly, for a split second I went, oh, no, you're going to kill the wife and the baby. Yeah. But then I went, no, because the baby, it's a baby. Yeah. They can't identify. Yeah. So, yeah. But my question becomes, what if it was a seven-year-old? You think she kills the kid too? Yeah. Damn. Damn. But see, and that's what makes... This is what makes a woman, to me, this is, this is the storyline. If a woman, if a guy says, gives the order, and you send someone in and they kill the wife, the husband, and the kid, yeah. that's some foul shit. If a woman gives the order. It's even more foul. It's like she's gone past, she has no mother nurture right. any of that say, yeah. in her anymore. Yeah. And once that goes, that's not a woman anymore. The only man I was ever afraid of was a woman. woman. 
she doesn't have that nurturing uh, biographer. She doesn't have any empathy for anything. So that's why. Well, you, do you still say that's true if she had done that, knowing that the affection she had for her three sons? Yeah, I, I still think that because there's 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 uh, serial killers that have kids at home, but kill other people's uh, family. So they can they can they can show affection or some some sign of affection to their children and still be out there killing other people. Uh, you don't have any empathy for humanity what it is you don't have anything empathy for anyone outside yourself and your family and that is that is when you when a woman go when a man goes there i I think you we we and i'm just saying this because of what we how we see men men go to war go to battle we've always seen yes women are in battles now women fought but that hasn't always been the norm until more recently that was uh, a, a man did that a man killed people man came home whatever however it was the, the killing was usually done by the man. But so when a woman does it and then does it to that level, that's something new. That's something that we haven't seen. I, I don't know what kind of twisted mental mind game you have to play with yourself to say killing a kid is the lowest of evil, but killing a human being somehow isn't. Kill is kill. Wrong is wrong. Yeah. So... What is it that you what is it that, that you're telling yourself mentally for you to be able to make some sort of separation the as though inno- one is less than the other? The innocence. The child is completely innocent. They don't have any any they haven't done anything to put them into this situation. You could say that the woman in that situation was part of it. She knew what he was doing. She was she was reaping the rewards from it too. She was part of the the what he was doing. The uh, kid has, is just completely innocent. There's no reason that that kid should have to meet that end for the for, for what. But is the kid innocent? Yeah. Is it the kid the motivation for the guy to keep doing? Yeah, what but he's the kid doing? has nothing to do with that. The guy had the motivation to do it for his kid, but the kid didn't say, "Hey, Dad, go out and sell these drugs for me." He's a baby. He's 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 he doesn't even talk in this situation. But the thing is, the scariest part of this, and and I've re- and I've read this and I've heard this, uh, whatever those those deeds are to be able to kill someone whatever you have to do on yourself to do that you only have to do it once and then you become numb to it then it's it's yeah you once you do it you you've broken that that whatever it is that keeps people from doing that once you break that open right so that that's where it gets you know in real life this is and we're talking real life we're not talking about a movie right now that that's the scariest part about that because that person is out there. I mean, we have people out there. They, they do right. that, and once they've done that, that that's open for them. They, they have to be rehabilitated not to want to do that or not to be able to do that. Um, you know, th- there was there was there was kind of like the moment where, again, once the guy, can you pull up the thing now? Because now I need you to. I can't, I want. I, I don't want to keep being like the guy and I because. The characters, but again, the guy that in the beginning who was behind the velvet rope, who uh, she's trying so badly to be in business with. What the fuck? What happened? I don't know. It's stuck. There it is. I think it is right. Okay, the guy, the velvet rope guy. That's Ravi. Wasn't Ravi? No. 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 Oh, there he is. That guy, right? Wasn't it that? No, guy? no, that's that's Rafa. Rafa. Not him. Yeah. Who's the other guy? Him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
what was his character's name? Amalekar? Yeah, I, I can't say it. Jose. Well, yeah, but he, once he basically said, okay, now that you've killed the witness, I'm going to go ahead and honor my part of it and sign off. But I still have to be the face. Right. Like, it, like you, you, you'll get what you want, but because I'm a man, I still have to be the face. And she just wouldn't accept it. Her ego just, like, he's, she, what she wanted to accomplish, she's going to accomplish. But she had to be the face. She had to let everybody know it was her. She couldn't be, like, behind the scenes. Well, if it's your ideas and you're putting it together and everybody has to go, looks at him and goes, oh, great job. I mean, don't you feel less than? It's not just. I mean, I know we kind of mentioned it a second ago, yeah. but I'm, I'm just going, again, the greed, whether it's about the money or whether it's about the position, it ultimately fucks you. Yeah, but when you're told, okay, when you're willing to do everything to get there, that the same thing the guy right. is doing, and he says to you, but I have to be the face because you have tits. Right. I mean, that demeans you. I, because I have titties, I can't be, the, I can't be in charge. I can, I can order someone's death. I can, uh, I, can get, I can figure out a way to get the, the, uh, the drugs here. Right. I can figure out how to move them. I know what people to take it to. I can do all this, but because I have tits, I can't do this. Right. I mean, I don't think it's just, it's, that's just ego. That's also just feels demeaned. Yeah, I, I, I know there's a thin line between ego and what she's feeling, but you know, when you feel when you're constantly pushed, put down because you don't, people don't find you credible because you are a woman. Yeah. That's good. That, that it's, it's more than just ego, right? This is about fighting for your right to be able to be in charge because you've done the work. Right. Dude. I wanted to see this character, that character Popo. The guy, remember the, the, when she goes to go meet with Amela Carr? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I do, and he's just mean mugging the shit out of her. And from that moment, they established he couldn't stand this bitch. Yeah, I wanted to see her kill that motherfucker so bad, and I almost felt cheated when remember they blow up the house, and I thought that that's how he was taken out. Yeah, I was like, God damn it! I like this thing is starting to rev up. I, I wanted to see her kill Popo so bad, and then. They just show him going in the house. The house explodes, but no Popo's dead. But then we later learn he didn't die. He survived. Right. His dad got killed. So I ended up getting what I wanted. But I thought when that was his death and you didn't see it and it, it wasn't ruined it, yeah, it ruined it for me. Well, what, I kind of ruined it for me that he blew up the house anyway, because if you have the ability to sneak up on him, you think one guy's there. You're not just going to go in and, and make sure that he's dead. Kill him. Right. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, that's and I, I still think that that's the way that that would have went down. I don't. You, you're going to blow up the whole neighborhood now. Everybody's looking for whoever did this. Right. Uh, I don't know if these are. I don't know how much of this is true about who. I know Griselda is based on a real the real person, but I right. don't know how much of the. You know, it, there, there were moments too where it was like, uh, she's supposed to be this you know badass bitch, and there were moments. There were a couple moments where I'm going, why does she always look shook? Like that, like like terrified, like like that one moment where Rafi basically hinted that he may have to take her and her lover out, both of them, and and I'm thinking, why don't she just kill him right there? He, he's 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 threatening this. Go look, bitch. Yeah. If I want to, I'll kill you and your man. Yeah. And they would cut to her looking shook, and I'm just like, kill this nigga now. Well, I thought they were doing that to show the growth of who she becomes, but it, it, it's six episodes. It's hard to show. 
but but that's what I'm saying. I also think within the six episodes, they got everything in there. The, the way that it built to the end. Yeah, it felt, yeah, the way they built it to the end, exactly like uh, Scarface. Uh, <laughs> stupid. Because what I really loved is that, 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 and there was that, I think they did, there was these two defining moments that showed you she's the man. When she recruited all the motherfuckers from Columbia, and remember, and she gives that big speech. Yeah. And, uh, you know, ah, ah, then we're going to do this, and we're going to rule the world, and everybody, ah, and you go, now they show she's got a fucking army now. Yeah, because they're, they're calling her the godmother now. The godmother. I, that moment, I love that fucking moment, man. Because that was, that was her big, I am woman, hear me roar. I'm the godmother. I'm the drug kingpin. I'm the shit now. Yeah, but when you start believing in what other people are saying, the myth of you, when you start believing in your myth. Oh, she definitely got caught up in her shit. Yeah, that's the end of you. You know, even that other moment where, you know, they, they put all of the coke in the, in the pool. Yeah. And they just a bonfire of burning coke. You know, uh, those See, two I, moments to me. I have a hard time with that moment. Because is that much coke going to waste? Yeah, yeah. You, why would you waste it? No, no. Why would you? That's you, the power trip. Yeah, but you could, you could say you burned it. You could even make it look like you burned it. But you're going to really waste that kind of money that you, it took all that to get it in? To me, that's no different than... Be, Knowing you can get out alive and you still keep going, that's an ego moment. Yeah, but you got you got you got so much coke, you got so much money, you can burn some. Listen, if I have it in the country and this is my job, I might bail some things up to look like it and then set that shit on fire and throw a couple real ones on top. But I'm keeping what's going to make me millions of dollars. Right. I, I I just thought that that was crazy. So, well, the whole game is crazy. Yeah, but that was crazy to me. Uh, that's you. That's the Jew. In no, you. it's just the, the, wasting money. It's business, business, and business. Because not only do you have to, it's not about wasting the money and wasting that coke. You have to bring that much in again. So you're taking again another risk. I remember this one kid. I, I really shouldn't tell these stories. Uh, he asked me to help him. He wanted to get some weed, and uh, he was getting a few pounds. It wasn't. It wasn't a big deal, but he was getting some. And. Uh, the guy was supposed to bring it to him and, and then take it to his place and do that. And because uh, it was it was enough that it needed to be moved around. And I said, OK, so you meet him and make sure that it is what you want and have him take it to your house. And I told him what to do. And he goes, oh, he's just giving me the car and he's having it driven. And I said, so how do you know that he's not going to rip you off from the time that you don't? How do you know he's not ripping you off from the time you take that car till you get there? Now you still owe all that money for it. How do you know he doesn't have he has something with the police and then now they have to. So I was like, don't you, you don't do it that way. So when I see some of these things, I just get, you know, that bringing that in, that's the risk. You already yeah. have it. Now you're going to burn it so that you go bring new in in because you want to show that's the, that it, it isn't the fact that you're burning that profit. The fact is that you're going to make, you're going to take that risk again of going and fishing that out of the ocean because that's how they're dropping it right. off. That's my problem with some of these things. But that's just me. And it's because just me seeing it from a different point of view. Let me ask you this uh, as a father of two boys to her three. Her four. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah but eventually yeah. comes four. Michael Corleone. But to, to her three. Um, they, they get involved in the family business. And wouldn't you as a parent go, no, 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 no. She welcomed it. Well, She allowed it. She, uh, she didn't at first. She didn't want him using and he was using. Right. 
But if what are you going to do when you're doing it? You're going to say, oh, you can't do this? I mean, of course, your kids, boys especially, young men are going to go, no, you're doing it. I'm going to do it. You can't. But at a, as a parent at all costs, don't you not, don't, don't you prevent that? Again, this is the thing with drugs that bothers me the most. You don't, when, if you're going to do illegal shit, you don't do it around your family. And when you do this in your family, even at that scale, she had it around their boys. There shouldn't be no party at their house with all these drug dealers. And they're giving out. He, the son says it. Mom, you're telling me not to do it. You're giving out cocaine as appetizers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Remember the scene? Yeah. So you can't do that. You just cannot do that. If you want to do something illegal, uh, you can't have an illegal party at your house around your kids and expect them not to be part of it. Yeah, I, you know, it reminds me of The Godfather, you know, and, and this was the weird dichotomy with this. Again, I would think you either have all your kids involved or none. And the right thing to do, obviously, is none. But here's uh, Vito Corleone, Marlon Brando. Fredo's in the business. Sonny's in the business. But he goes, I never wanted this for you, Michael. I wanted Senator Corleone. Covenant, well, that was that was their options at the time. But when look at the Sopranos when you're watching the Sopranos, what what did Tony ever do illegal at his house? Fucking nothing. You you don't do illegal shit at your house. Keep the bitches away from the fucking families. Only a fucking adarish. We have a dinner with the fucking capos. What the fuck about a bank with the strippers in the ditch? Because I never run out of an age. Yeah. Because even even if you do so, even if you don't, if you can make your kids not be involved, if you do something at your house, now your kids are involved and they can be used against you, right? Uh, or they can be they they can say that they're going to put them in jail. They know they knew what was going on here. Right. Once you once you involve your family, you're fucked. Yeah, I, yeah, and, and and you know, I'm trying to think maybe because you know how some parents are like you know, uh, they want to be friends with their kids. They want to open door policy with their kids because then they feel like the kids don't have to sneak around and there's a, a different level of fun and trust. And as cool as it might be to be not a kid, but a teenager or a young man even and go, man, my mom be having Coke parties. Nigga. I get to see bitches that walk around half naked and shit, but no, not cool. Not cool. It doesn't work for you. And your parents should be your parent. They can be your friend, but they need to be your parent first. And they right. always need to, the kid and the parent need to understand that one, that the one comes before the other. Right. But it's just, that, that's what's crazy about this, the drug business. It, it, I've seen families involved, but even like when you, we go to the Corleone family, when you said like Sonny yeah. becomes part of it. Yeah. He, the dad brought him into the business, but still separately, they didn't, he didn't like sit, bring, they weren't supposed to talk about it at home. Even the mom got mad when they were talking business around the table at one point. When they were saying some shit around Wait the table. Wait a minute, you're telling me that the Italians can guarantee our investment? Did you see I have a sentimental witness for my children? They talk when they should listen. I know the scene you're talking yeah. about, what he was talking about. Hey, we don't discuss business at the table. Niggas down in Harlem with the big Cadillacs. Yeah. So, it's, it's just... Yeah. Dude, I just looked at my note, and you know what? I have to apologize. I had in my note, this crack got her bugging when she said, fuck everyone! I literally wrote my note. That was reminiscent of Tony Montana, Scarface in the bathtub scene. Yeah, well, this is... You're what, right. You're right. You're well, right. And then when she starts doing crack, and this, I really like. This is the part now, that now I like. Now she's bugging. This is the part I like. Because this is separate, even though it's similar to the Scarface, but they went in a different way. They went with crack and showed what crack can do to people. And this took her from 
but what I don't like is that they show her breakdown all in one night and to do this to do this. Well, listen, I've never done crack, but I would imagine that if you do crack, it's possible you can have a crazy night. You could have a crazy night, but it wouldn't break you. It wouldn't break the whole company down in one one evening. <laughs> <laughs> but that part where she makes the dude bark like a dog and then she makes the other Get two naked fuck and, fuck, and, and, and bark fuck. like a dog. If I want to have people fucking my body, they're going to be fucking in my butt. <laughs> that part. And that, but that guy seemed to have no problem still getting up to fuck that girl in the party. Hey, that, man. <laughs> hey. Even with was, a gun pointed at you, it she, still she, works. She was butt naked and in the doggy style position. Uh, so A gold Uzi. She gave her man for his birthday a gold Uzi. And when that fucking crack hit, she's, you know what I thought? Uh, what scared me was uh, just as before she shoots up the car, I thought maybe one of her kids were in it or something. And I was like, are they going like, I, I, you, I, you're guessing one of what's going to pop That would have been a great scene, actually. And then she could have went crazy and killed everybody after that point. Okay, well, now you're just <laughs> making your own movie. <laughs> but she basically was going to kill everybody after that point. Uh I I thought that was cool with the crack because they, I and I don't know how true this is. I've never done that, right. but I do know that people say that once you once you hit crack once that you have you're that you're on that you're either addicted or on that road to addiction. You're that close, and I think that uh, was a great scene. Show the the how it just go how quickly it goes from that moment on. So and I thought that was more original to the whole show. So then 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 uh, Scarface. So that was cool to me. Let me go back for a second. Uh, the one. Thing I, f- I forget the context in which and why why they were doing it, but the two dudes sawing up the bodies in the bathtub. Now they didn't show nothing, but you heard <laughs> <laughs> your bones. Bones. I was like, oh god! I was like, when you go once you cross the threshold to murder, okay, what's the threshold you got to cross? To be able to be sawing through dead human flesh and be okay. And blood going everywhere. Oh, God. You know what's great about this episode? You said you wanted those wings. I, if we had those wings right now, you would not be able to touch one of those wings. Right oh. Aries cannot stand the bone, man. Oh, we were eating God. wings. We were eating wings at, at a place here in, in, in Buffalo called Bada Bings. And their wings are all right. And Aries got, he orders his 10 wings. And all the, drums. And but then like three of them come out. And they just, you could see the bone on one of them. One of them, the skin was kind of weird in the way they fried. And he just like, nope, those, those, I'm not, I don't want those. So those just stayed there and he doesn't, he doesn't even touch them. They just stay in that little corner and he doesn't even move them. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Dude, and and listen, in that moment where she's flipping out with the, with the crack, I went, there could not be a stronger message for not to do crack in this scene. Yeah, no, no, it was good. I mean, I mean, like everything from, like you said, destroying the business to quitting her man even when he was trying to tell her yo we need a break you need a break let's just me you and the kids go to some fucking island and just chill and while he's telling her this he's holding a hand lovingly and then they show her basically take her hand out of his i don't trust you anymore i don't trust you anymore and then her friend who 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 gave her her crib when she needed a place to save for her and the kids? Who got who she kind of suckered back into the business a little bit by using her travel business to fly all the whores in. This chick tells her, "Yo, I'm being honest with you. The, the feds came to me, SeaTac. They came to me and said, blah 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 blah. But I didn't want to. I'm letting you know to let you know I I didn't betray you. I'm not fuck with them. You need to change it up. Do something." 
And then this bitch tries to kill her going, it's you. You're the traitor. You're the snitch. So from fucking up the business, making niggas fuck other girls, naked, doggy, make a dude get naked, bark like a dog, uh, leaving her man. Like, what the f- Look, Don't do drugs. All in one night, though. All in one night. Um, You know, there's a part here that uh, I want to go back to because I we didn't address this, and I'm sorry, but this is where, like, some of the stuff that wasn't in Scarface that I stood out to me that I wish that we uh, got. I think it's in uh, episode three where they don't want her to go on. They want to take the business over from her, the, the cartel that's going to bring in the Coke, and they're going to control the prices. The buyout? Yeah. The $15 million. You have money invested. $15 million in the 80s was a lot of money. It's not like $15 million today. And this is tax-free dollars. Yeah. And that's their offer. I mean, she could have said, okay, uh, $15 million, but then I need my girls. and Whatever. She could have went back and said, okay, but then for the next year, I get a million dollars a month for whatever for the next year. Whatever. And I'm sure that she could have made a different deal, too. And she turns the deal down. That's, again, where you want it so bad, you want to be something... 15 million at that time, I would have been figuring out a way to make to sweeten the deal, but getting the fuck out. I'm 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 so clean. They don't even know who I am at this point. Right. I'm clean. I'm gonna get 50, someone's gonna give me 15 million. I think that's somewhere around 50 million today. Wow. I might be off, but I think that's somewhere where it is. If right. someone was gonna give me 25 million dollars today to just be done doing whatever that I shouldn't be doing, thank you. Good night. I'm going to get my stuff. Paul and I, Russell Simmons, thank y'all for coming out. God bless you. Good night. You have not, You have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. You're, you're scot-free. There's no, nothing's going to come to you. These guys are going to take all the risk. You're going to go away, and you're going to have a great life. That's what I'm saying, man. If it, It's like if I know that I'm playing in these dangerous waters, I want to get out as quickly as possible unscathed. Well, and then that's what brings me back to where you said that night about the, the, the crack breakdown. Right. That's when her man is going, Let's just go. Let's just take the money we have. Right. Let's load it up. Let's go to a nice, safe place for you, me, and the kids, and let's start over from scratch right. clean. Yeah. And that's what you said when we started this. If, why not go out at the top? Yeah. If you can go out on the top, why not? But Because everybody thinks there's more to the top. But when you reach the top of the mountain, I go, wait, I guess if there's a lot of clouds up there, maybe you think there's another peak. Yeah. But how far do you have to go before enough is enough? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. I, you know, and again, I've never tasted that kind of money. So, so maybe I'm speaking from no experience, and and maybe there's something about once you get a taste of that, that is the addiction. But I'm just going knowing what the downfall is. I, 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 to me, the reward ain't worth the risk. Sometimes you just sometimes you're on a winning streak at the table, and you just got to go. You know what? I'm tired. It's late. This is a nice bundle. I'm going to pack my chips up and go home. Yeah. And it's that that's what the casino counts on you doing is not going home and getting that money back from you. You got to have enough. You have to have enough within you to get up and just walk away from it. And this is what most people can't do. And I think that this, it really says something about us, but that's what this is about. This is about when I just need more, but this movie goes on. And you know, the, the scene in episode six where her and Martha are both smoking weed not smoking weed, doing uh, uh, crack. Yeah. And Martha gives that big speech and then her fucking heart gives out. She falls and crashes into the glass table. Uh, Cuts her head up. The fact that, that once uh, so, uh, Griselda, Gris, Griselda, 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 what did I say? Griselda. 
uh, Griselda. Once she calls uh, Ravi, not Ravi, the other dude who was the other the the, the that was had her back. That thought had her back. Yeah, it was, he thought she was his her, his soulmate. Yes, she calls him over. This bitch basically starts blaming Martha for her losses. Yeah, like you're the one doing crack. You, you're the one. You know, she said, fuck your man and fuck the business and, you know, damn, they killed your friend who was trying to look out for you about CTAC. How is she blaming Marta? Because when you're on on crack, everything, you, pay, you become paranoid. That's what this, that's what it was showing, too, the demonstration right. of the paranoia. And everybody's out to get you because now all your worst fears come together when you're on crack. And so you're, you think that's not a fun drug. No, I, I, I don't know why. Listen, I'm very fortunate. I'm not, and I almost did it just like in this thing. This, this guy, you know, it was the 80s. We're all doing coke. We're at the club. And this guy goes, hey, man, there's this new thing. And then this guy has it. It's, it's like it's like a it's, it's like a coke cigarette. They call it crack. You, just, you, you put this in your cigarette and you smoke Jesus. it. And he goes, you want to try it? And I go, sure. And then we go to go get it. And the guy, the guy's not there. And so we don't do it. And then. Like the next so day, so you came close to doing crack. Yeah, yeah. and the next day, because it, it, just like in the show, which was kind of interesting, when it first, when it first, crack was shown as an ugly drug. Oh, jeez. But there's also another way to do coke. It's called freebasing. Freebasing is where it's just pure clean coke, and there's a couple different ways to clean it with baking soda, with uh, with ammonia, and uh, a paperclip. There's mm. different ways to do this thing. So what it is, though, it's clean. It gets you this most euphoric high, and you have to smoke it. Crack is kind of a form of that, but it has way a Addictive products in it. So there was a period of time where this crack idea and the smoke cigarette wasn't like what how people look at it as dirty, like these five dollar rocks. There was a time when people just had that was part of it. So we were gonna, he was gonna take me, the guy wasn't there, and so we didn't do it. And then I started hearing about how addictive it was. And I go, listen, I'm already fucking, I'm fucking <laughs> I can't stop doing this shit here. Well, I don't need that. Right. So I never did it. And I was just lucky that I never did. Dude, I, I wish there was a way. Because, look, I'm not going to lie. There's a part of me, I think a part of a lot of people, that are curious. I wish there was a way you could experience the high but not get addicted. Just so you can go, I know what doing crack feels like. I know what doing coke feels like, but I'm not addicted. I, I, I honestly would say this. If you were young and your heart's good and you're in good condition and you knew that you had uh, medical-grade cocaine, I, I would be wholeheartedly. Now, what's medical grade mean? Cocaine used to be legal until mm -hmm. uh, the Food and Drug Administration started doing these drug laws. You used to be able to go to your dentist to get it. Mm, cocaine. Cocaine. That was mm. that's what it was. It's probably you could put it on a toothache and it would numb that area. And so I need some cocaine. And, yeah. So you could go get. Yeah. <laughs> so you could go get cocaine. So until the 1920s, it was legal. So they. Uh, so cocaine, medical grade, that that clean, using ether, doing it the, the right way, and you know that it's pure. Man, if you could do it that way, and it comes in a little pack, and that's Whoa, all you get for it's the a night, ride. you and your girl, and have a great night. Dude, it, it, I, I would highly, I would, I would say, I could honestly say I'd recommend it. But today, because uh, of fentanyl and other problems with it, I would never do it. Plus, the, the cocaine in this country is fucking whack, man. It's all stepped on. It has other things in it. It has speed in it. People cut it with baby laxative. A lot of people will do cocaine. Even back in, in the 80s, man, people would get, like, the shits because... The well, wouldn't cocaine... Wasn't cocaine, if you wanted the best, purest form of cocaine, came from Colombia, right? Yeah, but it never it never came directly to you from Colombia. Well, no, but I'm just saying, like, if you say... It, like, let's say this was the 80s, and you went, I want the most powerful, purest, best coca. Yeah. You got to go to Colombia. 
It's just coming from Columbia. The, co- the cocoa plant and then the people who farm it, they just chew on the leaves. Do you think it's like that now in Columbia still? Yeah. Really? Yeah, if you could find it. What do you mean chew on the leaves? Like, the literally cocoa leaves, chew? Yeah, they chew on the leaves. Coca- Coca-Cola used to have cocaine in it. I heard that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, so they chew on a leaf and then do what? You just chew on the leaf and it gives you a, a little. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is. It's still grown. It's still grown. And it's, so what is it that goes from the leaf to the powder? You, oh, it's a manifest. You have to. It has to be broke down. It, it, they, they, they crush it and then they break it down and they mix it. And then. You wow. Know. So you could you could do cocaine by chewing on a leaf? It's not. You're not doing cocaine. You're just chewing on a leaf of a cocoa plant. And it just has a, the same effect. No. Not the same. All effects are different, but it has an effect. It's a, very, a bad one? No, a relaxing one. From what I understand, I never it had... It won't hurt you? I, I don't think... I, it, Dude, let's... Do you I, know how many leaves you would have to eat to make it... Okay, let's problem? get plain tickets and go chew on coke leaves. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. I mean, if, that, if that's safe and cool, we should do that. We I, used to plan I a vacation as, where we go somewhere and we sit on lounge chairs and we have a bag, a bushel of coke leaves I don't, and we just chew on coke leaves. I don't leaves. know how it would work, but I don't think that if you even asked for coke leaves, I think you'd be going to jail in Colombia. And I don't really? Have, I don't have any I want or desire to go to jail in Colombia. Is there a safe, legal way to ask for coke leaves? No. Oh, it's le- illegal. It's illegal. Oh. And as an American, if you do it there, you are fucked. Oh, I thought you could, like, just chill and... Uh, no. Oh, that would have been awesome. No, it's it's highly illegal. Oh, fuck. I was looking forward to me and you chewing on coke leaves, <laughs> man. You know we're going to go to some event one time here in the near future, and someone's going to go, man, I got some, I got some coke, coke leaves. leaves. I wouldn't trust <laughs> it. I wouldn't fucking trust it. Um, I didn't, I didn't get how the... The, again, the guy that says he's her soulmate. Yeah, I don't get how the how the phone sex fucked up syntax. Okay, case. this is very because she's speaking to someone who is working for the prosecution, and so then they don't know. It just it just devalues their case because now they can't trust the things that are in whether or not she was core. If she she just blew the case as far as the credibility of the case, it's kind of like right. what Trump was trying to do to. Uh, that the, the the prosecutor with her with the with the guy that she hired and paying him it was kind of like that where there's just this mm. uh, uh, the idea that it's something about it isn't correct right and so that's that that that's what it was and in that kind of case uh, and she's having phone sex and they're recording it it's multiple times and I love that he got he did how they showed it and how he did that and got her off but uh, and then that's basically the end and then we get to the end that becomes the saddest part. Well, the sad. Well, the, what do you mean the saddest part? The saddest part is is when she's just about to get out. They show her just about to get out. No, to me the saddest part, and this was the most disappointing thing, and this is where I do like the Catherine Zeta Jones thing. They show Catherine Zeta Jones in the movie version get killed. Yeah, and then on, but this one they just show her having this. They flash back to when she's on the beach with her boys, and then the, the words come up telling you. What happened? How, what happened? I'm like, dude, y'all went this far. Y'all been gritty the whole time. Show her get killed. Well, the only reason I don't care if she, they show <clears throat> her getting killed is because her her about ready to get out, for, I think it was four months they said before she was to get out. Yeah. They kill her kids, all three of them. And, and not, that, not Corleone. No, all three. The, the three. The, the three. Her the, three the other is the one, the dude set it up, got him, got him away, and right. took care of him. What she did is... That had that hurt her work. It took away everything that she had. 
that she didn't have anything when she was going to get out. She did every, she, she went through this to be out of it and to save her kids. And she went to jail and just before she's going to get out, what she went to jail for to protect, they took away from her. And so that's why to me, that's the saddest part. And, and for her to die at 69 in Colombia, it's no big deal. She probably wanted to be dead at that point. Yeah. So to me, that doesn't, that isn't the saddest that her kids being killed is the sad part, but the kid went into the drug business. He's in Colombia trying to well, do a it's, drug it, But it's all her fault. Yeah. And she has to live with that for the last amount of years that she's alive. So to me, it, it, you know, that I, I didn't have to see it. I, I understand the, the, the ending of it to finish it, but uh, she was finished before she was killed. She, they, they took everything away from her. Yeah. But this is a drug uh, story, you know, and there's nothing pretty about uh, the drug. The, the the ending is never gonna be pretty. So don't be pretty. But the beach showing her at the beach, reminiscing and with the boys, fuck all that. But it was her choice for it not to be pretty because, as we said, she <clears> had the chance to get it get away clean for fifteen million. She had a chance to get away with hundreds of millions. She had a chance to get away with her husband and her kids and hundreds of millions. And she, you just, you know, whatever it is that makes you stay, because you think you need that little bit more. I don't know what it is. Money, 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 money. Some people got to have it. You know, some people really need it. You know, uh, when uh, Dave Chappelle. Do that, do that, do that thing, baby. You know, when Dave Chappelle uh, talks about his dad, yeah. when he's talking to his dad and says that he wants to do this, and he says, know what your, uh, your cost is or whatever it is. I forget yeah. how, how it was that he said it. Mm-hmm. Know what you're willing to give up for it or right. whatever that was. I think that's it in any business. What you're willing, what you're willing to do. Like, if you're going to be in that business, you better have a number. What's the right. number? If if your number is a million, is your number ten million? Is your number a hundred million? Whatever it is, know yeah. what your number is. And if you want to play till you get there, uh, get there. I think that's the way it works in Vegas. Someone needs to know their number when they're when they hit the table. And once they hit that number, then you put that in your pocket. If you want to play a few more rounds and see what happens, play on. But that other money has to go away. And then you play until, uh, until you know, whatever, it's time to go to bed. For the new Jack City. Want me, you want me to give out some dates? Ooh, yeah. That was my answer to that question. Yeah, I, I, I picked it up. All right, guys. Uh, you listen to this. We were, uh, we were recorded in Buffalo, but while you're hearing this, we're going to be in uh, Albany in New York City, February. 23rd through the 24th. We only had three shows, right? Yep. One Friday and two Saturday? I think so. That is so fucking weird. Yeah. And I have to go all the way up there for that. But you I have, have to and go. And you have to come yeah. all the way from. I, you know what? If I would have really thought about it, I would have fucking stayed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, March 9th uh, starts our your uh, your Canada tour. Well, no, no. It doesn't start the Canada oh. tour, but it starts your. Uh, theater? Theater tour. Oh, boy. You're going to be in. Uh, we're going to be. In Holland Civic Center in Holland, Michigan. <laughs> March 15th to the 16th, we're going to be at the Cincinnati Funny Bone in Liberty Township. March 22nd to the 23rd, we're going to be at the Funny Bone in Virginia Beach. March 29th through the 31st, we're going to be at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. April 5th, we're back on those theaters at the Parker in Fort Lauderdale. And then Canada, April 11th, River Cree in Enoch. Uh, April 12th, we're going to be at Gray Eagle in Calgary. April 13th to the 14th, we're back in the States at the Funny Bone in Syracuse, New York. Uh, April 15th, we're going to be at Darth Forth Music uh, 
in Toronto, April 19th to the 21st. We're back in the States again, going to Cleveland in Bra. Annie's, can I get you? <laughs> April 27th, uh, we're going to be at Bronson Center in Ottawa. April uh, 28th, the Olympia in Montreal. Uh, April 30th, we're going to be at Bella Rose in Halifax. May 2nd through the 5th, we're going to be at Helium in Portland, Oregon. May 9th, we're going to be at the Meyer Theater in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And May 11th, we're going to be at the Wilbur in Boston. May 18th, we're going to be at the Hulu Theater in at Madison Square Garden in New <clears throat> York City. And this uh, this week, that week that we're in Albany, I'm going to uh, head Is on. Is it down. Albany or Albany? I think it's Albany. I you say Albany, Albany. I'll oh, say Albany. Albany. Let's know the whole thing. Old. But uh, that weekend, that's Sunday, the 25th, I'm going to be in Hartford, Connecticut at the Elbow Room. Uh, if you guys want to come out and see me out there, I'll be doing my hour, which is not the same as Aries hour. Uh, <laughs> but that's why the tickets are much cheaper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but come on out and see me out there. For the new city. Remember always. Like and subscribe. Oh, yeah. I think that's a show. What are you calling this? Oh, Griselda. Yeah. That shit. That bitch. Griselda? What the fuck? Griselda. How about you want to call it that bitch? That bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You know I would. (laughs) Nah. Thanks, guys. Or we could call it side titty. Put it in parentheses, side titty. Side titty. Nothing goes down unless I'm involved. No blackjack, no dope deals, no nothing. A nickel bag gets sold in the park. I want in. <laughs> you guys got fat while everybody stopped on the street. It's my turn. Hmm. You think you're going to live long enough to spend that money, you fucking hump? If any of you are tired of getting ripped off by guys like that, you come with me. I'm at the Plaza Hotel. You're welcome. You're all welcome. Enjoy.